0: Welcome in to the NASCAR betting preview show podcast episode 106. I'm your host, Derek Yoder. Find me on X at Derek Yoder underscore. Joined as always by my co-host, Phil, of the Full Tank with Phil podcast at Full Tank Phil on X. And Phil, what a wild race that was Friday night. What feels like a month ago with all the racing action we had with the rain delays. But I'll be damned. Spencer Boyd. We called him out 11 to 1. Scores a top 5. I mean let's just start with that but how are you?
1: <laughs> I'm doing good. Uh yeah, I mean it does feel like a lifetime ago. I was just saying to you before we yeah. started uh recording like I got to go pull up my my sheet just to kind of remember where yep. things shook out and uh yeah, we'll start with the good cuz there was only really one good thing um <laughs> at the end of the day. We I feel like we were on a lot of positive you know, we were right about a few things, and and kind of yeah. got unlucky, which is what to expect. Um, but the one thing that we were, I don't know. I guess do we say we were right about Spencer Boyd? Like he kind of sucked yeah. all race, and then there he was at the end, scoring us a well, top five plus eleven 1, hundred. Uh, because so you can't
0: I, can't hate that. So I, I think that brings up a good point, right? Because we talk about it. We'll talk about it a lot on the NASCAR betting preview show on Wednesdays, where you're right. What did you get right? What did you get wrong? Those kind of things. Was he running inside the top 10? No. Did we back into a top five? Yes. But your statistics last week were were telling where the percentage of what he's been able to do from a top five, top 10 standpoint, 11 to one. We backed ourselves into it. It was a chaotic race. I mean, that. That race, what did I hear last year? I heard on the Denny Hamlin uh, podcast, Action's Detrimental. They said in 2023, the NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series as a whole, from Daytona all the way through Phoenix, every lap, they were under caution for 30% of all races. That is insane. So well, we saw that again on Friday where there were just so many wrecks. Raja, who I called out and said, hey, I like Raja. Now, he, he proved me wrong in where he finished. But I said, here's a driver that could be overly aggressive. I don't know if I want to necessarily get in, involved with the driver like that. And uh, you know, he caused the big one uh, at the very end. And uh, yeah, but it was crazy nonetheless, like typical Talladega, right? But Nick Sanchez, Sanchez, who's so fast last year, you were on him all last year. I couldn't have been further away from. And then at Daytona, I'm telling you, I actually like this guy a lot. Yeah. And sure enough. He goes out and wins. So that pretty damn good. Yeah, it was funny. So,
1: so we cashed the 11 to one top five for Boyd. Yep. And it was that, that exact breakdown, like the stats were telling us, like he's someone to take a long shot on. And yeah, we're doing that just by looking at the stats, not going back through and looking at the races. And I have to assume that he did that in the past in a similar fashion, right? Kind of riding Mm -hmm. around in the back, not really poking Uh, his head up until there's a wreck at the end he's a benefactor and he's just able to make it through so we we listened to the stats and it worked out for us uh, albeit a bit lucky we talked about sanchez on the season preview saying you know this is a guy who we fully expect to be back in the playoffs he's he's gonna be someone to keep your eye on for a championship pick uh you know maybe try to get him before he wins a race uh but you know Looking at the 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 futures, they're not really adjusted that much. He's still 10 to 1 to win the championship. So Sanchez, good for him. Like, I'm so glad he got that monkey off his back. You know what I mean? Done with that. Now you're really gonna see what this guy can bring to the table. I mean, this kid really can bring to the table um in that truck. So Excited to see what happens there. We talked about him very briefly on the Daytona episode Mm -hmm. last week, Derek, where we said he's in the mix in a group bet with Corey LaJoy, Ty Dillon, and Lane Riggs. And we said Sanchez (laughs) was part of that. And we were like, we want nothing to do with that. Well, little did we know. That would have been the easiest fucking bet ever uh, because of the way that those guys shook out. So, yeah, hats off to Sanchez. And um, he's someone that we might have to keep our eyes on there for a little Championship bet because if he wins another one, Derek, yeah, what do you think? And he like, will, his odds have to go down, uh, for the title. So, well, he's double digits. I don't yeah. know, it's tough to obviously predict that market, but still good for him.
0: It It is tough. You're right. I, I do think he wins, you know. I mean, obviously, he came out of the gate with one. I think he ends up somewhere before the playoffs with three. Like, that truck was just fast last year, and you got Texas coming up in a few weeks, you got some tracks where he's actually like shown some good speed and if he's taking that next level somebody in the truck series besides Corey Heim has to really ascend to okay I'm gonna really compete for a championship this year so could easily be him now that the series is going from Daytona all the way to Atlanta um and I want to kind of maybe tie back to something with Daytona but just a quick question for you do you correlate both those races similar or do you look at Atlanta as a completely different track a completely different model everything nothing is the same in 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 your world with that well
1: so i talk about this on my podcast with the cup series and, and we have this discussion it feels like now uh multiple times a year on on your show on wednesday nights um where when i go to atlanta i have to look at atlanta like when i when i try to do my metrics Atlanta by itself is, is a metric that, you know, we have to look at mm-hmm. because it is unique, right? I I think I can agree that we see super speedway elements to it. And we're going to talk right. about one of those elements in a second. Uh, uh-huh. But it still is unique in that like the better car or the better trucks, you know, really do have a chance to prevail a little bit more so than Daytona and Talladega, in my opinion. Like, I still think mm-hmm. there's elements to the mile and a half where you see some of the bigger names. I mean, you look at the, the winners of the truck races uh, that we've seen there it's Corey Heim and, and Christian Eckes. So, you know, those are the big dogs. Those are the, the favorites right. uh, probably this yep. week. So, I, I think it's a little less of okay. the, the super speedway element, but I'll contradict myself right off the bat because you brought up a stat. Ooh. that uh, 30% of the race or 30% of the races last year were, were under caution. This race yeah. last year, did you look at the stats for it? Uh-uh. 43% of the race was under caution. I mean, that, that is actually, wild. let me see what I'm looking at right 43%. here. Okay, yeah. 43% of the race. Let me just make sure I'm correct. Yeah, 42.3. Um, and And that includes, you know, being under caution at the end. So it's crazy. this is speaking to the fact that these guys on these super speedways just, they can't figure it out. Um, so it makes me a little nervous, you know, to, to really go all in. So we're, we're definitely taking a careful approach this week, once again, to gambling. Um, I think we can talk through our strategy here in, in a little bit, but... You know, my mindset with Atlanta is, okay. I look at Atlanta first, then I zoom out to the the rest of the super speedways and just kind of see, like, who rises to the top of those statistics because the sample size is not large. And you just kind of say, all right, I'm going to run with what I have, but I'm not going to throw the house at anything. So that's uh, the long winded answer there that I'm sure uh, you were looking for.
0: kind of what we talked about last week though right like Very don't throw sure. the house be you know kind of responsible with what you're looking at i i do think because there's a certain driver in the field this weekend although the entry list doesn't say his name but there's a lot of speculation and even the odds boards have him uh posted there so we'll talk about him in a second but i really think with some of the numbers that we're seeing going into atlanta and by the way you and i have never done a tuesday truck series podcast by the way i mean it's never happened. So never. how did truck odds get posted before Cup or Xfinity blew my mind. So it worked out that we were both uh, able to do this here tonight, which is going to be great. Uh, we have not been able to have a truck series show out this early, but I'm excited. I was at Atlanta last year. One of my favorite tracks to be in attendance for. Um, I could do without the city. I mean, it's in Hampton, Georgia. Nothing's in Hampton. And outside of Atlanta, there's really nothing there. But Atlanta is one of my favorite tracks. And when I was watching the the racing last year, they had Xfinity and the Cup Series in the summer. There is a hand, it is a handling style super speedway now. I mean, it is different than what Daytona and Talladega currently are. So this takes another element where that driver ability does kind of bump it. If you have a model or something where you kind of use uh, different metrics, I would really apply driver style, driver talent, a little bit more than okay he's just in xyz truck and that's what's going to get it done so i i think it's i i know i kind of give you shit from time to time with hey do you compare daytona to atlanta what is it like talladega i think we're going to get closer and closer as the years go on maybe two three years from now where it is going to be its own separate thing and it's going to be a little bit more spread out where that has the ability to do the pack racing i don't think we see 43 percent of caution laps run this year um, now, last year was super cold, so there's different factors, but I think we're going to see a really good race this Saturday. I'm really looking forward to
1: it. I hope you're right. I mean, because as a fan of the truck series, I think that we kind of need a good race, right? We need a race that showcases the, the talents that these guys have. And I fully grasp the fact that <clears throat> some people might like NASCAR for the wrecks but i think coming off of phoenix and then starting the year with daytona uh you could see like a new fan be like what the hell is going on with this guy? So, like that and i don't like that um so you know we're we're fully understanding that this is a wild card track yep we're going to bet it that way but i hope that what you're saying is right and i can see that like in the stats that i have pulled up like i can see what you're saying more handling, the more skilled drivers have a tendency of prevailing. And I think that's what we're going to have to roll with. So we'll see what we come back with uh, with these bets, but we're, we're kind of doing this, like you said, on Tuesday night from the hip. So Mm -hmm. uh, didn't spend a lot of time. Like I, every week I, I write out like full pages of notes and, and that kind of thing I have on my computer. But I didn't right. do a lot of prep work, and and that was, you know, a conversation that we had via text. Like you talked me into that, and uh, I think it makes a lot of sense uh, from from what
0: you said. So you're saying to me that you don't have your waffle uh, waffle house menu size notes that you typically. Oh, no, nope, yeah, this not. is from last week. This is from oh, last. That's week. pretty good, though. Okay, that's yeah, pretty okay. sizable. So, all right, anybody. Before we put a bow in Daytona, any other surprise drivers, anything surprising come from Daytona in your world as you were watching? Uh, or anybody really just disappoint you? Besides well, Ty
1: Dillon. Ty Dillon really disappointed us. Um, that was just brutal to see that. they That he barely made it, what was it, five laps? Um Came so that, that was thad who we're going to start giving some uh shout outs to i think you know maybe i don't want to step on your toes yeah yeah all
0: right well i'll say it now so i was in the the midway which is out right outside nascar uh the the front stretch i should say and Paige martin who does pr for uh you know thad and his team she gave us uh she was critical of our critiques of their team and not saying a whole lot and not only Paige, her mom was also critical and came up and even told me did you not know that they were with Nice motorsports now to her defense i did not i don't know if that would have changed anything i told Paige, listen never seen your car on track never have don't have any statistics to go off of so of course we're going to have you at the very bottom she wasn't too happy however <laughs> they did only go 5 laps not his fault you know i get that but I, we might actually have that on uh, at some point here we're, we're working on maybe having him on good golfer so would like to just talk to him about some things uh also outside of uh racing but yeah we it was cool to hear wow, there's more people than what you and I even think listening to the show. And from the numbers that we saw last week, which I was discussing with you right before we hit record, can't thank everybody enough for listening because it was phenomenal. And to your point, Phil, we dropped the pot on Thursday and the race is on Friday. And so to see the numbers come in of what they were, which set records for uh, you and I with this show, uh, was awesome. So back to my question, disappointment, Ty Dillon.
1: Ty Dillon's disappointment because uh, we did put a lot of stock in him. We're going to touch on the dr- driver group game kind of in full at the end of the show, uh, but he was one of our roster uh, roster drivers, so that was disappointing. Um, I'm trying to think back here. I mean, somebody somebody that I was kind of like disappointed that we didn't get to see. I didn't really have much on him or anything, but Jake Garcia got knocked out really early. We didn't get to see him thrive. Lean Riggs, like some of the guys that we wanted to see coming into these new rides, um, that was a bit upsetting. Somebody that was impressive, so Timmy Hill, uh, who we we briefly touched on last time, he f- scores a top 10. I think I said on the pod, like he's a guy for top 10s. And of course he goes out and scores the top 10. Uh, Matt Crafton, I was pretty down on and he stepped up and, and you know, proved me wrong there with the top 10. Uh, but kind of surprising that I was avoiding Corey Heim uh, in saying that, like, I don't really want to bet the favorite, you know, but Corey, he's, he's just so ga- So damn good, man. Uh, he, he goes out and he finishes third. So unbelievable, right? Yep. The, the the progression that he's making in, in such a small amount of time. And we're talking super speedway racing, like not even mm-hmm. the, the technical racetracks. So that is just so impressive. So he, he kind of shocked me. Uh, if you can say Corey Heim shocks you, uh, at this point, he did that for me because I I didn't assume he was going to go out and and run that well because of the chaos factor. Um, Mm -hmm. so he he avoided it. So, yeah, there were some letdowns, but some guys to to call out too, like that.
0: With Corey Heim, it was interesting because, yes, he did finish third, however, only had a driver rating of 80.5, and that didn't rank. Uh, towards the top at all Um, in fact his average running position was also just 13th so he wasn't even inside the top 10 so got a better finish I think than what we thought maybe he would and obviously that big wreck helped to a large degree as well. Um, But I think as we go through, even talking about this race, and I'm looking right now at the loop data uh, for what we saw last Friday at Daytona, I think it could, there could be some good correlations and there could be a guy or two, especially the guy here at the top who had a hundred point two driver rating and finished just outside the top 10. Uh, His price right now, when we get to the outrights, uh, I'm going to make sure to call him out. I'm going to tease it for something down the road. So let's do this. Are you good to put a bow? Is that good on Daytona or do you want to, you should we move to Atlanta?
1: No, I mean, yeah, that's pretty much it. I guess I'll, I'll comment on the, uh, since it was in it in Daytona, the, the Thad Moffat conversation, um, doing this stuff, like you said, like you're not really thinking about like who might be listening and, and that it's awesome that, you know, she was listening to the pod and, uh, I had always kind of had the sense of like, yeah, we're talking gambling. Like, mm-hmm. who cares if if somebody's like feelings might get hurt? But immediately when you said that, I was like, damn, I that I <laughs> never thought I might hurt somebody's feelings like that. Like, I I felt bad. I went back and like listened. I hope I wasn't. Oh too bad. no, um, you went back
0: and listened to it. Oh, I
1: had to, man. I oh, had sure. to go back and listen to it. But I, I think the point, you know, like you just laid out, is is the true statement. Like, you know, new team, you got to prove it. And uh, it was a rough rough start to the year for them, but we'll see they got another shot at a super speedway race which yeah uh you know see if they can bounce back and um you know get back into the swing of things here try to get the swing of things started so uh but yeah daytona you know there we are we're 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 in we're out and the season's underway just like that
0: here's the thing with thad though we'll move on to atlanta he did qualify 10th so there was some good uh, single car speed there. We didn't get to see it, obviously, um, because yes. he did finish last uh, with being in a wreck. So maybe it's a guy that we shouldn't necessarily be sleeping on, or maybe there could be good some good value, um, but we'll just kind of keep that. But it was cool, again, like you said, just to know, okay, there's more people out there, and maybe those in the Craftsman Truck Series and NASCAR in general, that are actually listening to what the hell we have to say. So let's do this. Let's move to Atlanta now, and you have the Freight uh, 808 or 208 I should say freight 208 there's a lot of eights here companies being sponsored so they're they're having eight extra miles Um we kind of teased this a little earlier as well Kyle Bush is in the field he's got the market right now at the palm of his hands three That's to awesome. one Phil isn't that something I what was the first thing I texted you remember what I texted you when you said Kyle's in the field I'm testing uh, you here oh
1: shit I think did you no, say no no Let's see. I
0: said, uh, "Give me the field. Give me the field. Yep. Yes, I'll stay away from Kyle at Atlanta Super Speedway. I'll stay away from him there. You want to talk about any other place? I'm surprised he's racing in this race. You want to go somewhere else? All right, Kyle, I'll take you. But here, no. Inflate the rest of the odds for the field. I'll take whatever I can get. When you knew Kyle was in the field, what'd you think? I was surprised, man. I so.
1: You you just kind of mentioned it. Why this race? I, I don't understand. You know, if you only get five races, I and I think that's still the yeah, number, right? Five. That is five. Why this race? You know, when I think of Kyle in the Truck Series, I think Las Vegas, I think uh, Coda, I think you know, like mile and a halves, um, yeah. mile and a halves, where the the Cup Series is is also racing in tandem. This doesn't make sense to me no. and your statement about you know take the field i'm with you i mean mm-hmm. because of everything that we just said super we're we're, we're gonna call it a super speedway race it's a, Got it. a, what would you call it a better handling super speedway race right yeah so yeah handling super speedway and it's not as if he's like an austin hill type who is just so damn good on super speedways, but loves this racetrack. Like I I was doing my cup series research today before the, the truck stuff came out and like, he's not popping up there either. Right. So it's not like he's a a dominant cup series driver at this racetrack and was like, here's a, here's a spot where we can really uh, Mm -hmm. jump in and steal. So I I'm really unsure. Now you mentioned he's not even on the official entry list, but he's on the odds board. So we got to take that
0: seriously um and the number seven hasn't been named what driver that is spire obviously we know there's a relationship there so we are assuming that the odds makers are not wrong in putting kyle bush three to one yeah yeah because if they
1: were wrong yeah and everyone's hitting these other drivers
0: you know now would be so now is why you listen to this show right because we're (laughs) gonna get all these good odds okay i like it
1: well i mean i think we gotta understand that kyle likely in the race they're not going to fuck that up so I, I agree yeah but i would agree i'll make the point about austin hill again right he was three to one at daytona so damn good. and good. you think to yourself well that's fucking crazy it's a super speedway who could bet anyone at three to one on a super speedway i did like i, I was just going to bed you know yep. and i said uh, you know i won some money at daytona in the cup series I'll, I'll throw a little shekel on uh on austin hill and go to bed and wake up and Austin Hill won the race. Like mm-hmm. that makes sense that number. 3 oh. to 1 you truck series at Atlanta doesn't make sense for Kyle Busch in my So opinion. you
0: did a and, you did a place it and forget it and just wake up to see it kind yeah. of a thing? Uh, yeah, cuz I was just like, oh. "Oh,
1: I'm having fun, you know. I had a good Phil, good
0: night and just went to That's bed. Korean baseball 2020 for me all over again. When <laughs> nothing was on and you had Korean baseball happening, it was like I saw this guy say this team the whatever heroes from South Korea are gonna win the game. Boom, bet it. <laughs> that was an amazing race. I know this isn't an Xfinity show, but Austin Hill, what he was able to do—just he had the most dominant car, and even went back and came forward. And I mean, we saw how good he was in the Truck Series. Now we're seeing it in the Xfinity Series. So just amazing that you placed it, and you just woke up, and you're like, oh, won again. I I had to Incredible. because I I was up. So,
1: Sunday was supposed to be, obviously, the 500. And I had, you know, uh, my cousin and uh, my brother-in-law, we were like, oh, let's get together. And then the race got popoon. I was like, you know, you guys can still roll through. And they came over, and we were drinking until 4 a.m. And so, I was wiped. Like, just absolutely wiped uh, by the end of the the Daytona race. So, um, yeah, I could not even grasp like watching the Xfinity race all the way to the end. I was
0: getting on a plane at four a.m. and you're going to bed at four a.m. I so was it's good to know. Yes. <laughs> it's good to know what lives we both live um, there. So let's go through the odds board. I want to kind of tie into maybe who we think goes to victory. Want to want to shout out a new partner of ours, Drink Victory Victory Fuel. Go to drinkvictory.com. Use the promo code Front Stretch F R O N T. Stretch. Get drink. Drink victory fuel. Get uh, your fuel there. So, who, Phil, do you think goes to victory lane? Presented by Victory Fuel this weekend. You like Kyle Busch, or you maybe staying away from him?
1: Staying away from Kyle Busch. And, and again, this is a, another reiteration. We're shooting from the hip this episode uh, because this is a super speedway and you know things can happen we're kind of just going talking through this on the fly. Yep. Um right. the first name that stands out to me though, Derek, is Ben Rhodes. Um Ooh, Ben name. Rhodes was okay. without a doubt. He's 12 okay. to 1. Um yep. 12 to 1 for Ben Rhodes. He gets knocked out of that race the other night, Friday night at Daytona. Yep. He was the strongest truck in the field in my mind. You can't convince me otherwise. He drove all the way from the back after making some adjustments after Practice and qualifying made it look like you know he was racing against children and gets wiped out uh not of any fault of his own super speedway racing right gets gets thrown out of the way and then his tire gets cut down and and that's all she wrote for the 99 truck um very unfortunate for us because we had him uh you know in a couple different ways but rebounding right we're going back. He's he's in that super speedway mindset. And I just like what I'm seeing here. Two races at Atlanta with this new configuration. He's got two top fives. Okay. There's not a single driver in the field that has two top tens in Atlanta. So again, small sample size with just two races since they only come here once a year. But Ben Rhodes is that dude uh, on super speedways in the truck series. And it seems that way in Atlanta as well. I mean, just yeah, so so strong you, you can't mess with them second and drive rating 103.5 mm-hmm. um and then the other thing that i'm looking at is all three super speedway races in 2023 okay? okay so that's talladega atlanta and daytona just trying to grasp at straws here a little bit to try to you know figure out the the way to play this and his average finish last year is 6.0 um first in in the sport so really a strong driver you saw it last week like we we don't even have to i shouldn't really have to talk too much more about him right derek like he showed how he's the class of the field in the truck series on on these types of tracks and 12 to 1 that seems a bit crazy to me um so i i have to take that while i can i mean yeah they've got kyle bush I think inflating some of these numbers, uh, for these other
0: guys. So hundred um, percent, I'm happy with the 12 to one. Anytime you lay a guy like Kyle Bush at three to one at a place like this, where anybody can win. And when we get to the guys that are 20, 20 to one to 35 to one, like there, there's going to be names there that we think could win as well. We typically won't say that week in and week out. So I like the uh, Ben Rhodes start. I know you said you were liking the uh, drink. What was the hat he was wearing drink ranch or, Texas yeah. Ranch or Hot Ranch yeah. or something like oh, that. What the hell was that name? Ranch Water. Ran- no. no,
1: it wasn't Ranch Water. Mm-hmm. Give me one second. I'm going to pull it up in a second. Ben here.
0: Rhodes, another guy we might have on the show here at some point, which is which oh. would be cool. He, he was rocking the Ranch Fuel hat with the 99 on the
1: side. And and it's impossible. You can't get any Truck Series swag. Like I would love
0: to rock some Truck Series hats or shirts. Oh. It's impossible. I will say this. Daytona had a flea market uh, on like all week, and I saw it happening on X. That's how I kind of became aware of it. With the weather not being ideal, I decided, well, I'm going to pop over there, acted like a 90 year old lady going to a flea market. Like I'm not supposed to be there. (laughs) I was looking religiously for something. I was looking for a Casey Kane double zero Haas truck. Whoa. And I asked, there were probably like 10. 10 to 12 different vendors and i asked every single one nobody had it i mean i know it's a long time ago but nobody had it so i was looking just wanted you to know i was looking for some type of a truck um a but guy. yeah it was yeah it was an interesting yeah. I, so ben rhodes i like ben rhodes i like that play um and didn't show us anything at daytona as i look at all his stats but go ahead i, I just want to reiterate I'm, I'm on ben rhodes
1: uh a few different ways here like I think the 12 to one sprinkle is like we said, we're we're keeping it pretty, uh, pretty calm. So for an outright price, we'll, we'll keep it, you know, light, but 12 Mm -hmm. to one. We like that. I like him plus plus one seventy for a top five uh, without a doubt. I I love that number because if he comes up short, I need to be able to, to hit that. And then also he's, he's going head to head against Ty Dillon. Um, and we saw what Ty brought to the table. I mean, he he got knocked <laughs> out early. Um, but I will take Ben Rhodes over Ty Dillon, you know, six ways from Sunday. Um, so yeah. give me that as well.
0: Okay, so Ben Rhodes. I like that. Ben Rhodes uh, over Ty. We like him at 12-1, to 1, and we also like him over Ty Dillon. So as we look at uh, Kyle Bush all the way up to Ty Dillon... Any other name here in that range that you like? Again, we're looking at Caesars. They drop their odds for the Truck Series first, and they usually give us a nice, uh, you know, bunch of options here with outrights, finishing props, head-to-head. So, any other name in this range that we uh, kind of want to talk about?
1: Well, um, let's see. We've got, Let me, defending winner here. Christian
0: Eckes of this race, eight to one. Grant Enfinger, they, who we thought could win the race on Friday. He was getting, he was close. He was getting up there.
1: He was, uh, he was a benefactor of some not. wrecks, I think. Yeah. Um, Haim and Ekis, both being eight to one to me, you can't be on both of them, right? Like it just wouldn't behoove you to be on both guys that, that short of a number, um, towards the top of the board, and it's really like a coin flip. Like they, they both have won a race here in Atlanta. They both have shown speed on the super speedways. Um, Himes numbers are a little skewed. Like if you just look at it uh, from the last two races, in Atlanta, I think he finished first and, and he got wrecked. So that throws his like averages off and such, but um, he he's up there in terms of like his ability last year on the super speedways So, it's really a coin flip. Christian Eckes, to me, has been stronger. Um, So, if I had to, like his average finish in in the three races last year, 7.7. It's right behind Ben Rhodes. Then there's a bit of a drop-off to somebody else that we're going to bring up. But, um, so, yeah, if we're talking about guys towards the top of the board like that, I mean, like I said, Haim, I'm surprised the shit out of me being so... you know, uh, having that ability to get that third place finish last week. So, yeah. And they're going they're going head to head against each other. I don't really, you know, know where to go. Flip a coin if you want to bet either one of those guys, and you know that's pretty much how it could be. Because when you consider how many cautions there were last year, and the fact that yep. this race ended under caution, like on the last lap, you know, that really is how it feels is is a coin flip. So. Um, I, I can't lean one way or the other against those two.
0: I think I can. I would say Eckes of those two. Okay. Um, Heim Eckes. I would. I would say Eckes there again. Driver rating last week really good. Kind of hung out, you know, around that average uh, running position. Although he finished tenth, you know, and like I was saying about Heim, he backed into a third. Uh, realistically, I know there was a lot of caution laps, so that doesn't always help the average, but. Um, if I'm if I'm going to put my faith in somebody in that high of a number, I would have to go with the defending winner. So let's do this. Let's look at the next group, and I'll put that down here on uh, the bottom of the screen for us. So when we're looking at guys like Lane Riggs at twenty to one, all the way up to Bailey Curry at thirty five to one, this group here gives us a lot to talk about, and a number of guys that are on could be on our board potentially. Especially one name, but I want to hear who you call Ooh, out. One first. name, huh? One name.
1: Um. So, look, yeah, this is tough, man. I mean, it really is. And, and this is where it depends on how you are as a gambler, right? Like, if you're interested in taking the the long shots because of the fun of Super ways like this is a perfect group for you to to mess around with because there are cases to be made, small cases, but cases nonetheless to to dig into here. I knowing what we know about Atlanta, knowing what we know about like the the super speedways um in general in the truck series lately going to the guys towards the top of the board, right? I would rather spend my money on some top fives in this group. Um so I you know I know that you might play that a little bit differently, right, Derek? Like you like kind of the bigger splash play. Am I wrong? Or or... No,
0: I don't think you're wrong. I, I like to, yeah, the, at a place like this, I like to maybe have my money allocated from the outrights perspective. Um, but depending on the number, I mean, we talked about a guy at 11 to one last week to score top five. Like, I'm not afraid of some of those. I, I think for me, it's like this. I, I'll i either play outrights and I will play outrights on these types of tracks or I'll really keen in on head to heads, which okay. I know is unique. Yeah that that's that's totally fine um
1: i'll so guys there's one guy that we missed by the way derek and it's nick sanchez like coming off that victory do we think he's going to go back to back no like i i don't think that's going to happen but um he he, i i has shown speed here he had a what was it a second place finish did he have uh in his one start last year at atlanta so he's had one start at this racetrack and finished second so Hmm. he's really developing very quickly into a little good super speedway racer. Um, All season last year, his average finish was 11.7 in the three races. So, you know, Nick Sanchez is definitely someone to target. If you're looking at a head-to-head, he's going against Ty Majewski, um, who was, you know, right around those same numbers, a little bit better driver rating for Majeski, but a little worse average finish. So um, that's a nice little head-to-head to to maybe zero in on if if you liked uh, either of those guys. Mm-hmm. So let's get back to your your group though. That that grouping. Mm-hmm. One guy that I think we could target is a Matt Crafton. Um he outperformed my expectations last weekend at Daytona. And looking at some of the numbers that he had on Super Speedways last year, um pulling that up now, three starts, average finish of 14 point zero 91 driver rating um that 91 driver rating is fourth in the sport so you know really good stuff there for crafting and starting the season you know relatively strong at daytona i think a plus 375 for a top five i i don't hate that number um i don't think he's going to win the race but i think you could kind of shoot for the the moon and end up in the stars for him there. So um he's somebody that, you know, is interesting. Then you got guys like Tyler Ankrum, who we were interested in last weekend, uh Tanner Gray, who we were interested in last weekend. And, you know, those numbers are plus 350 for both of them to finish in the top five. Uh so yeah, I mean those types of guys we we didn't get to see the finishes that we were hoping for 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 those guys, but Tanner Gray, uh I was, you know, very or, or let me see where Tanner finished last week. Um I was on Tanner Gray in a bunch of different ways last year or last mm-hmm. weekend. Um he finished like mid pack, but he was showing speed, you know, throughout that race. So yeah, uh those are a couple guys who looking at the small sample size of data that we have, I mean Ankrum. Okay. You know, two races in Atlanta. His average finish is what, 18.5. Uh, where did he finish last year? Yeah, like 26. So he, he did have a, a good finish. Um, one of those trips to Atlanta, he had a, a top 15
0: finish. I want it? you to stay there. I want you to stay there with him. Ancrum. Ankrum's your. He's your boy. Yeah, I could Ancrum see. Bankroom is my guy this week. Look, 25 to 1. Let me just read off some of these things here. So he was number two in driver rating at Daytona. He was uh the top dog when it comes to being in the top 15. I'm sorry, he was number two uh, in being in running laps inside the top 15, had an 83.2% uh, rate inside the top 15. Again, I know there were a lot of cautions, but also he was up there. This is a different team too. So this isn't the same Tyler Ankrum when he was with, was it Hattori last year? Yeah, Hattori. Yeah. Yep, so, yep, yep. Um, so this year, he's his teammate is who? Christian Heckes. He's yep. in the same equipment. We know Christian Eckes and McAnally and all those guys. I mean, Jack Woods. why we talked about him last week a good bit. This is a guy at this price point, 25 to 1. And I think I could get down with, um, you know, top five, like you said, who, again, he's being slept on a bit where, you know, you look at some of his top five numbers and you shop around, you find the best price. But when we look at him at plus 350, three and a half to one, I mean, that's, that's appealing as well. So, uh, and, and actually, while I have us here, I'm curious to see if he just so happens to be. Okay, there he is. Tanner Gray you talked about it. Uh, Tyler Ankrum is the favorite, minus one twenty uh, to Tanner Gray, minus one ten. So, you know, there, there's a matchup. I, I like I like Ankram. He's going to be on my card. He's going to be on my card from an outright perspective, and I might work him in uh, potentially from a you know a, a prop or two there. So, what do you think about Ankrum now that I kind of shared? i guess my affection for him this week
1: no yeah i'm 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 bought in um he i mean you know was somebody that we talked about last week i brought him up for a reason just now you talking about it helps me kind of i mean that's that's the style of podcast we have this week right we're kind of talking through things on the fly and i made a comment last week on the pod that i have to apologize for um I made a bonehead comment about like Chevy um, not having the numbers like they do in the the cup series. And that I knew that was wrong as soon as it came out of my mouth and I didn't correct myself because we kind of switched topics, but Mm -hmm. um, I want to stay there with that topic because Chevy has an overwhelming amount of trucks compared to the other two. Like it's not even close and Eckes and now Enkrum Being kind of the, you know, quote unquote, top dogs, uh, that's huge. I mean, you you throw Sanchez in there. Sure. Uh, But it's it's really Eckes and and Ankrum in that McAnally team. So Mm -hmm. fully understand getting behind him here. And uh, I could see a sprinkle, but I definitely like a top five. That will definitely be on my card. And. Looking at it a little bit more, I think I like the head-to-head just as much, man. Yeah. So yeah, uh, let's you know, let's roll with Ancrum, and uh, we'll see how they do in practice you know, and qualifying.
0: Chevy of the thirty-two cars listed the race this weekend. Nobody goes home. Thirty-six is what the cut or the truck series usually has. We only see thirty-two trucks. I'm a little shocked by that, uh, but Chevy occupies 17 of the 32. So over half the field will be Chevrolet, uh, in some capacity. So that then concludes on Ankrum. and you said you might like that uh, head-to-head there just a little bit as well. Anybody else in this twenty to thirty-five uh, price range at all? We didn't touch on Lane Riggs. He's the twenty-to-one guy. Short week for him last week at Daytona. You know, I I actually called it out, and I think I think I did. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think I said. I hope he starts off slow so that we can get invested in him on a better number come some of the short tracks and some of the other venues coming up because he is a rookie, but that just was an unfortunate break uh, essentially for him being out that early. So anybody else here that you want to touch on or should we move on to the next group starting at 40-1? to 1? Well, I think it, it might be
1: worth, I don't know, discussing between the two of us chase Purdy. I'm in um so so sticking in the Chevy camp right I kind of just slighted him a little bit when I said you know it's the McAnally group and and it's Sanchez Purdy like I want each week I want to be bought in on Purdy and he just hasn't really produced like enough winning bets for you to to really feel that way but um two races in Atlanta He's got a 14th and a 7th, and um, let's see, looking at his driver rating, can't really find him, so that's not good. Yeah, kind of uh, mid-pack, 76.7 there. Three races last year on Super Speedways, his average finish was 17.3, which, you know, a little further down. Um, And let's see, last year's race, uh, well, I'm looking at the wrong thing, but, you know, Chase Bowie finished 7th there, so... Started ninth, finished seventh. Started ninth, finished seventh. Didn't lead
0: any laps. But in arguably the best equipment.
1: Yeah. So,
0: I don't know. It's the same equipment this year. Yeah,
1: He's going to have Kyle Busch as a teammate. Um, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Chevy's working together. If he's there in the end, you know, we could see what happens. So, he is someone that, like, I'm watching for um yeah and, and i do feel like if you've got a fast truck in practice and qualifying like just without the draft that's still worth kind of throwing like a, it's definitely not anywhere near it is as it is like yeah. in las vegas but um i think what we saw last week at daytona guys that had fast trucks in practice and qualifying like really did show their truck speed in the race, uh, until some of the chaos started happening. So Mm -hmm. we'll see what happens, but chase Purdy so far down, he could be interesting, um, as a longer shot play just because of the Chevy and and the Kyle Bush connection Mm -hmm. there. Um, you know, but that's the only driver that I'll, I'll bring up in that, that area.
0: Well, it's interesting with him and just sticking with him real quick. he just doesn't have quality statistics. Like, You look at what he should have done, you know, since 2021, right? Driving in the truck series in any of the races that he's run since that time, he only has three top fives. I mean, he's got a handful of top tens, but you think about being in the equipment that he has, you would think those numbers would be much better. So is it a driver thing? Is he one of those drivers that's just bringing in sponsorship and, you know, teams are loving that obviously. and, And hopefully he then produces to a higher level or, is it a talent of some kind that we just haven't been able to see yet? And maybe he's a late bloomer uh, of some kind. So it's interesting when I think of chase, I I just usually write him off, um, which I don't know. Do we got to start apologizing to guys that uh, we we start saying shit about like that? With Hey, sorry, No, not at all
1: until, until we find out that their PR rep is listening. I'm at the race. Yeah. And then it's like,
0: Derek, what are we doing? Um, Let let me, let me say this about chase.
1: Like, I I feel like these are the types of race tracks that Chase should be able to steal one, right? If he doesn't have the truck and if he doesn't have the the skill that maybe we all thought he did when he signed with KBM a couple years ago, um, then this is a track Mm -hmm. they should have circled, right? And this is a Mm -hmm. track that Kyle and Spire should be yep. kind of like pushing him to victory. Correct. So um that's why it's worth calling him out on this episode is mm-hmm. because like, if it's not here and we don't start seeing the skill and, and production elsewhere, like it's gotta be these tracks. Right. And right. we've got one of them down already. One of them this <laughs> weekend. So then you're going to wait till what? Talladega. It's a million years away. So, um, like so, so, that's the reason why it's worth talking about Chase Purdy, but we've okay. we've spent too much time on him already.
0: I think um, I think
1: you're right. I, I will say just to kind of wrap up a couple other bets of guys that we talked Please. about already. Yeah, you like Tyler Encom. I like him as well. He's in a group yep, bet against Lane Riggs, who we we can't really uh, put yep. a finger on yet. So sure Chase good. Purdy and Tanner Gray. So if you like that head-to-head oh, matchup, what's the uh, price? Plus two seventy-five. He's the underdog. Oh, um, he's
0: the underdog at plus two seventy-five.
1: Yeah, they have Lane Riggs plus two ten. I see that. Yeah. See that. Um, he has you know oh, more to show after last week. So uh that's just something. And then Crafton, if you go to group F there, Derek, uh Crafton's up against Raja, Karuth, Stuart Friesen and Taylor Gray. Stuart Friesen and Taylor Gray, I don't trust on these super speedways from their statistics and the analysis that we did from last week at Daytona. Uh and beat both of them last week. He didn't beat Raja, but <laughs> Raja, he's he he snuck in that yeah. finish. And I can't see him getting like I could see him wrecking the field again, but I could see him getting caught in it this time around, yeah, yeah. Okay. so uh craft <laughs> and you know it's just another thing to to throw in there these group bets um yeah it's just funny that two hmm. of the guys we talked about are in group bets there so
0: uh um, yeah i would yeah, say I so.
1: throw that out there
0: yeah you're you're a bigger crafting guy than i am i feel like i write him off too much um but you did kind of lay out some statistics. And I think Raja is the one guy there that we really have to contend with because I think, I mean, inspire, he's going to be fast. You know, Kyle sitting down with those guys saying, here's going to be the plan this week. Here's what we're going to do. Um, follow my lead and, and the rest will follow. So that's a tough, that one feels a lot tougher than the Ancrum uh, group on group E on Caesars that you were just mentioning where Ancrum is the underdog at plus 275. I love that one far more than uh, anything in f so anything else from the, any of these guys here these whether it's groups or top fives or outrights or should we look at some of these really deep long shots and see if there's anything even worth discussing i think we could talk about a couple long shots because we're going to need to come up with uh
1: someone to play in our c yes. category in our game yep. here in a second so yeah. and and we need to to, to come back what um, happened
0: in that game, Phil? We didn't really get to talk about
1: we'll, that. We'll, happen- we'll get we'll, we'll oh, okay. talk right, through right, that when we get there. Another tease, yeah. Another tease. How about Timmy Hill for a top five? Um, oh God, <laughs> Tim Timmy Hill. Yeah, I know, I know. Uh, but looking at his top five numbers, he's yeah, the longest shot in the whole field, eighteen to one to finish top five. Um, okay. It's a little different than Spencer Boyd because I don't think he's actually done that but here's the case for for timmy hill he finished oh, okay. eighth in this race uh a year ago he led two laps um okay. and in the last in 2023 he raced two of the super speedways his average finish was 12.0 that's pretty good uh especially when you compare it to some of these other guys i mean he's right behind nick sanchez he didn't run all three races but still he's he's right behind sanchez right behind Ty Majeski, like the bigger name guys yeah. um of the race being under caution, that helps these long shot guys. If they can just, you know, stay in the back and stay out of the the wrecks, you know, when Raja makes that left turn and takes everyone out. um, If you're so far in the back where you can avoid it, look at this. It's Timmy Hill. And he had a good finish on Friday, you know, where he finished on Friday 8th. So like I said, he hasn't Hmm. hit that top five mark. But if you want like a super long shot just for fun, kind of like on the heels of our Spencer Boyd pick, Timmy Hill is is someone to kind of you know keep your eyes on. But um, okay. that's I, I fully am aware that that's a, a crazy pick when you've got the likes of Jake Garcia five plus five fifty, Jack Wood six hundred. I like our boy yeah. Thad Moth, It's eleven to one. Yeah. Um, boy. We need to see what he can do. So um, I get it, but less statistics for me to look at. Mm-hmm. for those other guys if that makes sense yeah
0: it does yeah it's interesting i mean like you said when we're trying to pull a driver in our group game uh and drive and grab one from that bottom of the barrel you know at a place like this you can really get i mean last week could have had Spencer Boyd, and then this week you could really grab a guy that could surprise jack wood comes to mind right away just because of the equipment that he's in and mm-hmm had a little bit of an opportunity last week where if he would have just made one more move and got through that wreck, that would have been an interesting name to be talking about. Um, Even Dean Thompson. I'm surprised Dean is so, so low on the board here um this week. And then Caden Honeycutt, a guy that is phenomenal young kid on the short tracks, really a name that you're going to be hearing a lot, Phil coming up, uh continuing to come up through the ranks. So yeah, that is interesting there. Um, Hmm. That gives us something to think about Where do you want to go next I mean, It feels like there's not much to talk about this week With these deeper guys Yeah not much
1: to talk about there um, So we You know we could talk about those later See who we're going to take out of that group um, yeah. I mean we we kind of really talked about Everything on the board The, the only things that we haven't really talked about Were like all of the the Head to head so we I mentioned I like Rhodes over Dylan We talked mm-hmm. about how we like Ankle over Gray the the Eckes and Heim they're straight up minus one fifteen a piece. I think we were leaning to Eckes. Um Sanchez versus Majeski was another one, and you know that might be a no play for me, um, just because okay, yep. I, I yep. don't. I know. would agree. Nope. Uh, yeah, I he, I typically don't love taking the guy who just won the race. Um, Correct. Yeah. So. That's true. Uh, and, and a complete unknown racetrack or wildcard racetrack. The last one was Purdy versus Lane Riggs. Um, so, again, two guys that you really can't put your finger on this early in the season. So, yeah, I think we've kind of discussed right. all of our picks and all of our leans uh, and yep. the no bets as well. So, I don't know. Did you have anybody else that you wanted to call out here?
0: No, it's interesting. I, I would have thought maybe we we would have. But, it, you know, from an outright perspective, I really like what you said about Rhodes. I think I'm going to pull one guy that is more so at the top of the odds board in Echis. Maybe he goes back to back uh, here uh, with those races at Atlanta in the spring. So Rhodes 12 to one, Ancrum 25 to one as of now on Tuesday, it's going to be where I start my card. But, and yeah, let's, let's
1: just hit the Echis conversation real quick. What a race at for him last week. Yeah. He dealt with so much adversity and he got a top 10 finish. I know. That's great. Truck great driver tough scenario and he squeaks out a top 10 like yep. that is a reason to want to go back to him this week i would i would agree with
0: you yeah yeah and like you said i mean he i mean he had a driver rating of 90.4 which put him uh inside the top four with right there with nick sanchez who won the race tyler Ankrum, who we talked about bailey curry we didn't mention his name uh, but was a guy that was right up there at a 91.5, had the third best driver rating, started ninth, and uh, ultimately finished 13th. So it'll be interesting to see, again, what happens this weekend. Uh, really excited for the Truck Series race. Uh, anything with the driver group game before we get out of here? Yeah, let's let's talk about what happened, and then we'll set our yep, lineup. So let me, uh,
1: let me share my screen if I'm not already. You are. Uh, um, all right, so you can see my screen. Great. So let's talk about what happened last week as quick as we can here we don't want to spend too much time giving our our boys on the other podcast the nascar uh gambling podcast too much props here too many props yeah. but um we let's bailed them take out. a look at the standings let's just so there. they they beat us by quite a bit um yeah. they're they're right out of the gate beating us by 107 points and mm-hmm. their strategy how can I pull that up? Their strategy was a little bit different than ours. They went, like, full-on wild card. They had Crafton. They had Spencer Boyd. Um, and took more of a, a a risk not calling out guys that are bigger names, right? We did. We took Eckes. And that did not, you know, 10th place finish, I think, uh was good, but when you call out Christian Ekas as your A player, like you need him to do more than that. So it kind of sucks. A little bit of a fumble on our part. Um those guys took a swing and it worked. We went back and forth. Uh so Johnny Sauter was just you know hell on wheels um out of the gate practice qualifying and we had Spencer Boyd in our lineup. If you listen to the yep. pod, we had him you in our. lineup. Broke them all
0: down. Yeah, broke
1: them down, and we. Uh, it was my fault. I'll, my hand is up. I was just <laughs> agonizing over the fact that you know Spencer Boyd's not showing any speed at all. Johnny Sauter, like, how could we not take a three-time champion at Daytona if he's looking this fast? Um, he's knee spacked. Like everything was going, and it worked perfectly. He was leading laps. He he led a yeah. bunch of laps. Um, So I felt like through most of that race, we made the right mm-hmm. call because Boyd was running in the back. And it did not finish, obviously, the way we thought. Slaughter gets taken out and they couldn't even repair the truck to get it back out there to, to right. even try to come back. So that was a killer. Ty Dillon killed us right off the bat, five laps in. Um So really, it was just like anything that could go wrong did go wrong for us. And I think the quote that I said to you in the text chain was, Whatever choice choice we choose, Boyd versus Sauter, is going to be the wrong one. It's going to be, um, yeah. and sure enough, it was. So, uh, that being said, I, let's talk. Or what? Do you, what do you have to say about Daytona? I was going to say, for yeah,
0: I was. I was going to say, I was networking my ass off down in the midway, and I get this text, and I was, I'm not able to watch anything because I'm out there trying to network with people, and I was, my jaw went to the ground. I was like, what in the hell happened? You I were don't... like. You were a kid at Christmas. You were like, "We have to, like, I think this is the route. I'm not sure, but I'm pretty sure. I think we have to do this." And I was, I, I think I remember saying, "Like, well, you spelled out how good of an option Spencer Boyd was, but if you saw something different, I think I even said about what do we think about day practice qualifying versus night racing." Um, but my day was horrific there. I mean, that was the last nice day in Daytona. I went back to the Airbnb to watch the race. Grabbed a pizza. I was in, actually, the pizza parlor eating, watching the race. Went back to the Airbnb. Found out that it's not a keypad. It's actually a physical key. So I had to drive back 35 minutes to Daytona. Got to Daytona. I went to the ticket counter because I was like, well, I'm here. Mark, uh, Rory, they're all up in the the, uh, grandstands. Well, I might as well watch the last 60 laps. Find out I got there too late because the ticket counter is closed. I sat outside. I walked up the Daytona One um, steps, just listening to the trucks, just listening to them going by. Can't see anything, can't interact, nothing. So I should we should have known at that rate, our bets were screwed. Um, our driver group yeah. game especially, so not good. But now we're moving to the Peach State. I feel a little bit better about this, so I think we're gonna get back on track. All right. Well, let's do it. And
1: to put a a pin in last week like the um competition that we were dealing with last week you know the nascar nascar gambling podcast they had uh they had brett holmes as their b player they had uh, timmy hill as a b player both putting up monster numbers Crafton putting up monster numbers and spencer boyd um so just like taking a shot on some of these low level guys, not trying to waste their bigger names and it completely paid off. So the question I'm asking you right now, Derek is, do you want to do something similar or are we going to play the names that we know? You know what I mean? So let's start with the a group. Do we have to play Kyle Bush? Is that, that it seems like that's a must, right? Because
0: once we use them, we lose them,
1: right? We have nine starts. So we get to start Kyle every race that he's in. So right. okay. Kyle, you know, <laughs> we will. I don't think yeah. he's that great at Atlanta, no. but we we're get not five wasting times. any of these other yeah. guys. That's the conversation. Yeah. Right. That's the that's the reason. Yeah, not getting cute. It feels right. to me like we have to play Kyle. Do you let's play Kyle? Yep.
0: We only get him five times. Yeah. So let's do that.
1: All right. So now we're going to the B section. And you know, this is where last week we started tie and um, I really could go a number of different ways. Like I don't want the gray brothers this week. No, um, we, we said we loved Ankram. Do we want to quote unquote, like waste a pick here with Ankram on a super speedway, or do we want to take a shot with some of these other randoms like, uh, you know, Matt Mills or, or Daniel die had a good race last week um timmy hill who i mentioned you know is <laughs> yeah, he should probably be a c player to be honest with you should be a c player um so what? what's your thought on, on like the strategy behind it randoms or like the bigger names here
0: um is Anchorum a bigger name i guess when you compare them to some of the I names that so. you just did um if you select that if you hit the the name so i can see some of the drop downs i'd be curious to see what what is uh mentioned there but I would say, yeah, I mean, I would definitely say Ancrum. I would like him to be one of those. All right. So
1: we could play Ancrum. We have to play two B starters. So um, we could play Ankrum. And then do we want to pick a, a random guy here? Like, yeah. Um, I don't know. Do we want to throw like a Dean Thompson in the mix just to get a, just to burn a start for him? Yeah, because it feels like the B players are going to be really tough throughout the season. What about Raja? Is he in it? Raja is going to be a C player. Oh, okay. Um. Okay. So we're going to look at the C's for a second. So these are not all the guys that are in the race. Um. These are like the people that are available like throughout the whole season.
0: Got it.
1: So that's why it's a little tough to look at, but yeah. Um. You know, Raja is that a name you want to play this week because of how well he did last week? We got Jack wood in this group. Um, you know, not a lot of guys, Thads in this group. Um, yeah. Um,
0: I would say, yeah, let, let's see that. That's a good question. I'm glad that we're doing this, uh, in real time. Um, I don't mind doing Uh, well, I guess Roger's going to be around for a while. I don't know. Uh, Oh, that's tough. I don't know. That is tough. I mean, Jack Wood, I kind of go to a little bit, um just because of the equipment that he's in, that aligns itself with you know Echis and Ankrum. Um, yeah, I, I could burn these, a Jack
1: Wood since he's not a full-time yeah. driver on a super I, I think speedway. These like
0: tracks, these teams like these teammates are just pivotal. Okay. Absolutely pivotal.
1: So then I'll let um... you pick
0: you pick the B2 starter and, hmm. and then we'll call it.
1: Yeah, let's for for now we're gonna go Timmy Hill, because they hit us with Timmy Hill last week. I'm gonna try to We're gonna, we're gonna hit him back. Hit him right back. The guy finished top ten last week, so or last time at Atlanta. So um that's our that's our section and, and okay. um I need to fill in our backup drivers. But yeah,
0: okay
1: Kyle Bush, Tyler Ankrum, Timmy Hill, and Jack Wood are our starters this week on the drive like
0: game. I like so, it. So, all right, well, then uh, anything else on your end or kind of put a bow on Atlanta and, and see what happens this weekend?
1: Put a bow, put a bow on Atlanta. Bow. You know, we'll we'll reconvene or we'll probably send some texts as we get closer, but this was oh, yeah. great. Talking so early in the week, get the juices flowing early and uh, looking forward to it. I'll be watching this race during my daughter's fifth birthday party at the house with family members probably saying, what are you doing? Oh. Um, why? So, why is this on TV and not Paul Patrol or whatever? So it's so a Paul the Patrol Parlet, party. The Shea Parlay. We don't. So the Shea Parlay for the trucks. Actually, yeah.
0: Let's let's that. throw a Shea Parlay in. Um, ben Rhodes uh, over Ty Dillon, Ancrum over Tanner Gray. Well, it would let's have to be.
1: That. It would have to be. So I always base it off of a birthday. Um, so That's right. there's no That's right. there's no 24, but we could go 19 for her year so that's uh over overheim and we like San- sanchez over majeski the two car or two truck february um so good. yeah there it is sanchez over majeski over
0: oh, overheim that? that's the shape parlay and you said you were looking for a twenty-four. There's two four three plus two forty-three right there. Whoa! Holy so, shit! Look at that! All right. Maybe we are getting plus something. Plus two forty-three. Shay okay. okay. parlay. There's, Chuck, so there's the Shay shout-out. Shay. There's the Shay parlay. Um, awesome. So do this, everybody. Again, we can't thank you enough for listening. Appreciate everybody that listened last week. Please do us a favor. Leave us a review. I'm gonna read a review next week. I will select whichever one, positive, negative. I don't care. We're starting to get to know so many people now in the truck series. I'll make sure that some type of swag of some kind is sent your way from a truck series team. So somebody leave a review, positive, negative, whatever it is. We'll read it next week. Maybe even read a couple if there's a few that come in. Uh, follow us on the NASCAR betting preview show at NASCAR BPS on X. And also download, subscribe on Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Help grow this show. Phil, always appreciate it. Best of luck this week. Looking forward to chatting with you on Wednesday for the NASCAR betting preview show live that we do every Wednesday, make sure you guys download, follow and support Phil with what he does with the full take with Phil podcast, uh, which will probably be dropping on Wednesday. Is that correct?
1: Uh, God Maybe Thursday. we'll God see. Willing. Yeah,
0: it's a, okay. it's a
1: short week. It's tough
0: to, it is to kind of get bounced back, but we'll see. It is. Okay. Well, Phil, I appreciate it. Looking forward to again, chatting with you next week as we look forward to Vegas, but for now, Thanks, everybody. Phil, best of luck this week.